Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the A to Z English podcast, where Jack and Sochal take you on a journey from learning the basics to mastering the nuances of the English language. Our podcast is designed for non-native speakers who are looking to improve their English skills in a fun and interactive way. Each episode covers a wide range of topics, from grammar and vocabulary to slang and culture, to help you navigate the English-speaking world with ease. Hello, A to Z listeners. Welcome to another episode. Today, Jack and I are going to be discussing the difference between South Korea and the U.S. culturally and in many other ways. Jack, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So for our listeners out there, um, they, they probably know, uh, at least if they listen to our last episode, that you spent you live part time in Mexico as well as the United States. And I live full time in South Korea, but I am not Korean. I am I grew up in America, but I've lived in Korea for 22 years, something like that. 20, 21, 22 years. And so I've I've worked and lived here and I feel like I understand the culture pretty well. And I'm just trying to I'm just thinking of like what are the big differences between growing up in the United States and Korea? And I think one aspect, uh, the, uh, apart from the obvious ones, which are language, uh, in Korea, people speak Korean. Um, and the food in Korea, people eat kimchi and uh, Korean food. Um, what's, a, what's a really famous Korean food that's not kimchi? Bibimbap? Uh, yeah, kim, kimbap. Kimbap, right. The, the kind of seaweed roll with rice. Uh, Samgyeopsal, pork belly. Yeah, jajangmyeon. Jajangmyeon, yeah, black bean sauce with uh, noodles. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's just lots of there's just lots of really good uh, Korean food. So if you go to a Korean restaurant, you'll you'll understand that. But I was thinking more interesting is kind of the people's relationship with like uh, family, and also their relationship with work. And also the kind of hierarchies in the culture. So I thought I'd start with the hierarchies where in Korea, everybody is very respectful to older people. At least you should be. And I feel like in America, we don't have that. Respect is something that is given to people based on their behavior only not their age and so yep very true (laughs) yeah if somebody older than you is rude to you you still you you can you don't have to treat that person respectfully you can just talk down to that person or you mean you shouldn't do this but people will just talk down to that person and they will uh you know they they won't 
they won't be polite to that person if that person is disrespectful. In Korea, I would say the difference is that if an older person is disrespectful, the younger person still can't really do anything and say anything. They have to yeah. just kind of still be polite. And and so that's a that's a, like a really huge difference is just like how much respect in the culture older people have. And I'm wondering, Sochal, I know you because you lived in Korea for a while, too. Do you, yeah. think, do you agree with that? Did you get that sense? Yes. And also, like, the hierarchy is so strong. I just I ha I really struggled with it because I've always been very opinionated. And I it's like not OK to disagree with your quote unquote superior, mm -hmm. like someone who is above you in the hierarchy, whether that's in the workplace or socially, like someone older than you or even by one year or two years is yeah. a big deal. And it just, it was really hard because I didn't, it's not that I didn't like know these things or I went in completely blind. I guess I just expected it to be a little more flexible than it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, I, you're talking about like a supervisor, right? Like even, even a job in a job where yeah. you're the same age, but the person is the supervisor. You have to basically just say yes even if you disagree, you can't really express your opinion, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which, like, I just had a really hard time with. I, I've i never been a person to, like, I guess we know, Jack and I have another podcast, so Jack knows this about me, but I've never been one to just, like, accept something I don't agree with. <laughs> right, right. So it was yeah. just, it was very hard. It was taxing on me. I And I do think, in a way, it's very it's so much more formal as a culture than in the U S it's kind of like, you can disagree with whoever you want. You know, I yeah. don't know how far you can get, but. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing in Korean, you're, they're basically built into the language is a hierarchy. So yeah. there's different, you use different language. So different endings on verbs, depending on the age of the other person. So there's like a high respect ending of verbs and there's like the uh, kind of middle range respect. And then there's just like um, casual conversation. And you can't use casual language with a person older than you. You have to use the respectful language. So basically children learn from an, a young age, just th they learn it like they internalize that like older people deserve respect because it's built into the language. I mean, that's how important it is in Korean culture. And I thought that's a really huge difference than um, in America where, I mean, what is the what would be the equivalent in America? I, the only thing I've, I've ever been able to come up with is like tone of voice. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, probably. Yeah. But I feel like tone is so there's so much you can read into tone in U.S. culture. Mm hmm. Um, and of course, we have rules like obviously you're not going to talk to your boss the same way you talk to your colleague or like we do have hierarchy as well. It's not like a no man's land or just like a free for all. But no, it's, it's not. An, it's not an equitable, you know, like an equal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so much more relaxed, I think, ultimately. And there is a lot of personal freedom in certain ways, like in the ways you treat people. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess those are the big, the big ones for me. What else yeah. would you 
No, I that that's it basically. And I think we you know, we already talked about this in the in the episode where you where we compared Mexico and the United States, but family dynamics are different. There's a lot there's a lot more connection but also in, in for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a good and bad ways, too. Like, like your parents are much more involved in your life in Korea than in America which can be a good thing because you get a lot more support. But at the yeah. same time, you you get a lot less freedom because there's someone else is making the decision for you. You have much more of an obligation. It kind of goes both ways. It is a transactional relationship. That wasn't quite the right word. It's like in a, a relationship where both people are very invested, mm -hmm. but the same time it's like the cost is high on both ends because you're sacrificing a lot of your personal freedoms to please your parents but at the same time you are receiving a lot of support and other things in turn not just economical support but emotional support and endless fountains of support and this one is kind of like a extension of that your the reputation of your parents your parents name like your father's name the reputation is connected to you in a very strong way. So what you do reflects on your parents. We, I, I feel like in America, you can do something and it doesn't necessarily, we're not going to say, oh, the son did that. The father did that as well. You know, that's if you, if the son does it, the father does it, you know, but I feel right. like that does exist in, in Korea where, if the son does something wrong or the daughter does something wrong, then the parents feel a deep shame for that as well. And, and people right. will shame the parents for the actions of the son and daughter. I feel like that's a lot less uh, uh, likely to happen in America. It still happens, but it's not as strong. They say, oh, well, you know, this is an adult making a decision. That's not the parent's decision. That was the child's decision. So, there's kind of a separation between those uh, the actions of children and parents, and it's much more strongly connected here, which I think is a good, actually is a kind of good way to keep people in check, to keep people to be make people behave well. Is there's a lot of social pressure put on children to be behave properly in Korea, because. If they because embarrassing your parents is very is a terrible thing to do. And right. I feel like in America, people are like, I don't really care if I embarrass my parents. That's their life. They deserve it. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did. Know. They did mess up. They deserve to be. Embarrassed. Yeah. Well, they're just they're different people. Nobody cares. That doesn't connect to them. But uh, um, obviously um, in Korea, they just feel differently. And that's that's just a cultural thing. And I wonder about like just curious, is Mexico like that as well? Is there Yeah, I think reputation is a big thing here as well. And 
especially in communities like smaller rural communities, your reputation is kind of everything that you mm-hmm. have. Um, so if you start getting a bad reputation as a drunk or your father's a drunk or anything like that, that can really ruin your reputation. Um, and it, it goes down the line, like any kind of flaw to your reputation or your family's reputation can affect your your social life. It can affect how well you're doing in school. It can affect um, even who you marry, right? Marry. Like exactly. who you're allowed to marry. Yeah. Yeah, who you're allowed to marry or who or your chances of getting married at all if you have right. a bad reputation or if your family has a poor reputation. For example, if if it's known that your father beats his wife or something, it's probably going to be hard for you to get married because that person's family won't want them to marry into your potentially violent family, even if you're nothing like your father. Right. But, yeah. But I think I feel like like in, in some in some cultures that are are more collectivist. Like you said, they feel like if the father did it, then the son will do it. It's yeah. just a matter of time, even though it's totally unfair. I feel like that's kind of a, a downside of of the, those kinds of cultures is that um, or those aspects of the cultures is that um, you, you you're not destined to repeat your your father's behavior or mother's behavior. Um, everyone deserves a chance to find their own path. And that's, right. but, but I think in some cultures, they just say it's too risky is right. you know, it's, it's likely that you will be like your father. So we need to stay away from you. And right. Uh, well, yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, no. like in South Korea, I do remember people literally saying they don't want to marry someone who came from a difficult home life. Right. It doesn't matter like what the context is, but it's like, Oh, I don't want to, marry someone who came from a difficult home life and it's like well why and it's like well they're probably going to be emotionally turbulent or will have a difficult home life and it's like well you don't know anything about how they'll act right but the prejudice is there it's like the idea yeah. that it's it history will repeat itself that it's like yes. it's there's no negotiation there's no if ends or buts it's just like it will that's what they think and i think in america you you get that you get the um the benefit of the doubt you know they're like you know what you are your own person i think i'm going to i'm going to give you a chance an opportunity so at least in america you get an opportunity i think to overcome any sort of ba- it doesn't matter what your history is your family history um we're willing to give individuals an opportunity a chance and yeah. so that's kind of a good thing about American culture. I would say that's a, a positive, a net positive. Yeah, I would say that's definitely a favorable point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. This was a comparison of Korea and the United States, uh, South Korea and the United States, I should say. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to make a comment or uh, you want to come on the show to be interviewed, send us an email at a to z English podcast at gmail.com. Go to our website, a to z English podcast.com. Check out the other episodes and make a comment there. Join our WhatsApp group and get active in WhatsApp. I'm in there. Social's in there. We're talking to our students in the WhatsApp group. So, yeah, come and come and talk to us there. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.